This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 203, How to Reflect Your Way to English Fluency. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. Time goes by fast if you don't stop to reflect. Today, find out how to do it to reach fluency faster. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Aubrey, how's it going? Hey, Lindsay, I have a question for you. Okay, I am ready. <laughs> How many times a day would you say that you look at your reflection in a mirror? Oh my gosh, that's a good question. I wonder if it's one of those things like how many times a day do you check your email, right? You don't realize it's a lot. But right, if you started actually paying attention, <laughs> it might be more than you realize. <laughs> right, I think probably at least the number of times I go into the bathroom just to use the bathroom, right? Because I walk past the mirror, it's sort of hard to avoid it. Yeah. Probably like five or six times a day. Okay, that's not bad. I feel yeah. like sometimes I'll go into a friend's house and they have mirrors everywhere. I'm the same Ooh. as you. They're just in the bathroom. There's, oh, yeah. you know, the mirrors above the sink. And then I have mm -hmm. um, mirrored closet doors. So mm -hmm, I'll see my mm -hmm. reflection in that. But I'll, I'll have friends that have also a full length mirror in every bedroom, maybe, wow. or a mirror decoration in a living room or something. And I'll sort of <laughs> think about that. Like, you see your reflection a lot throughout the day. I don't need that. <laughs> I, it's true. You really don't because otherwise you get a little like just caught up in it. There's so many more important things in life, right? Than yeah. looking at how we look in the mirror. And sometimes I want if I end up at a, a party or an event at that person's house that has mirrors everywhere, I can't resist looking. Right. right. But then <laughs> I feel, did she notice that my eye contact went away from her into the mirror? Right. I get kind of weird about it. Yes. Right. You're trying so. to sort of avoid the mirror. So this is interesting. We're talking today about reflecting a different mm -hmm. way. Right. We have the reflection in the mirror. And then we also use the phrasal verb reflect on to mm -hmm. mean to ponder, to think about, to really sort of take a dive deep into something. So we want to reflect mm -hmm. on our English learning today. Yeah, exactly. So this kind of reflection is actually a positive thing that we're going to recommend to you guys today. All right. I mean, it's, you know, we move so fast. And if we don't stop to reflect and to evaluate what's working and what's not, uh, we could end up doing the wrong thing for a long time. Right, Aubrey? Yeah, that's really the key here is that if you don't stop to really think about your processes and what's working and what's not, you can mm -hmm. waste so much time and mm -hmm. really lose out on progress and success that could potentially have been yours. Yeah. And I think this doesn't have to be a solo thing, right? This can definitely be like just this morning, I was on a call, like a leadership call with a lot of other 
kind of well-known YouTubers in language learning, like um, kind of YouTube stars, more so than we are. <laughs> How is um, that possible? We are YouTube stars. <laughs> it's true. There are yeah. some big YouTubers out there. There's some big ones and getting everyone on a call is, is always really enlightening, right? Mm. To, to learn what are they struggling with? What are their challenges? And this helps you reflect on your own progress, what should you reevaluate? What should you do more of? So it doesn't have to be a solo thing, right, Aubrey? I think that's really true. There's a lot of power in having multiple voices here to see what other people are doing, what's working for them. Because if you're doing this in a vacuum, like you said, as a solo Mm -hmm. thing, then you're missing out on a lot of insight. There's a lot of questions you don't even know to ask. Exactly. Exactly. So when do you reflect, Aubrey? Like, what are the things that you like to reflect on the most, would you say, in your life? Mm, That's a good question. Good question. I have to take time to really have silence if I'm going to really reflect. Mm. I'll find myself sometimes, you know, I'm at the park with my kids and I'm like, I'm going to take a minute to... No, it's too easy to get distracted. (laughs) Other things are coming up. Other things are going on. And you you really need a little bit of time, a little bit of quiet. And when I have those moments... I, I re- these days I reflect the most on how am I doing as a mother, honestly? Mm. Like, am I patient enough? Am I yeah. spending enough time with each child? Am I making sure they feel mm. nurtured and valued and loved? That's sort of the, the number one thing that comes to mind for me these oh, days. Oh, that's so good, though. That's so good, right? I mean, that's how oh, it's... I would imagine parenthood, I think it's probably the hardest thing to do in the world. (laughs) It's not easy. (laughs) (laughs) And the fact that you do that, that you stop and really consciously reflect, your kids are going to thank you for that one day. You know, it's going to come out in the parenting quality, I think, for sure. I think so. And if it's just like you were saying, where time, so much time can pass if you're not reflecting on how you're doing, all of a sudden you realize, when's the last time I spent some time alone with this certain child. And, and it's, yeah. it slaps you in the face when you're starting to see maybe behaviors or calls for mm-hmm. attention. And you're forced to reflect, oh, it's so much better to do that proactively, right? Yeah. Preventatively to make yeah. sure that, that um, everyone feels loved and nurtured. Oh, yeah. It is such an art to sort of anticipate things ahead of time, have a little bit of empathy and social skills where you read people and you think, oh, I think there's a problem a couple of weeks down the line, right? I'm going to intervene now and address it and make everyone heard mm-hmm. and see what we can do now so it doesn't really you know, blow up in our faces, right? Yeah. But I do yeah. do this with language as well. When mm-hmm. I'm spending time learning French, learning Spanish, I do take that time to reflect, maybe as not as often as I should. I should do this at mm-hmm. least weekly. You know, yeah. what am I spending time on? Did I not spend any time this week? Heaven yeah. forbid, right? And to reflect on the activities, the time, make sure it's being spent wisely and yeah. as effectively as possible. Yeah, but I like what you said before is that you need kind of a quiet space, right? You oh, yeah. can't just go from the chaos of dinner and dishes and everything to reflecting, right? Mm-hmm. And I have the same thing, like when I go through a meditation session, like that's, you know, that's a good time after that session when my mind has literally calmed down, right? Things aren't so chaotic. The monkey mind isn't running from branch to branch, right? right. I, can, I can then get some insights yep. into things. But without that, it's just you continue the monkey mind in a way. Yes, exactly. And it is crazy how a month or two will go by, especially for language learning. I think there are other 
needs and vital things that sometimes we're forced to put before our language learning. Mm. And suddenly time has gone by and we're realizing, am I a little bit stuck in a rut or am I, you know, maybe I'm listening to podcasts, but not going further like I could to really improve. And if you don't take that time for reflection, that mm-hmm. could go on for months and months. So it's so vital sure. to take that time to to think about how is your English learning going? What is yep. going well? Yeah. What is not so going well? <laughs> yeah. So those are the questions, right? Let's let our listeners know now, what are the things that they should ask themselves, right? How do we actually do this reflection? Our first recommendation is get some space, get some time, maybe a little meditation or just quieting the mind, maybe going for a walk, right? By yourself yeah. where there's just quiet. So you're coming out of the quiet into your reflection. You're not coming out of the chaos into your reflection, right? <laughs> yes, right. It's such good advice for sure. And then to have very specific questions to ask yourself, how did my English learning go this week? And yes. really think about what you did. What podcast did you listen to? Did you do any writing? Did you mm-hmm. practice speaking with a friend? You know, kind of inventory what you did and how it went. Yeah, that is so good. So again, yeah, how did it go? What's currently going well? Like what are the trends that you're seeing over the long term that are that seem to be working? Right? And then what's not going well? So, we need to be able to identify both, right? And yes. drop the thing. We need also need to be willing to be flexible in how we learn, how our study plan is that we're dropping the things that just aren't working for us, right? Aubrey, that can't yeah. be easy. It's Sometimes that easy. could be hard. Yeah. Especially Let's imagine you have a friend who's a pretty good friend and you are both learning Spanish. I've actually been in this situation. <laughs> okay, tell us what happened. <laughs> and so we would go like we'd go for tacos and margaritas and would say, "Okay, we're going to speak Spanish the whole time." And then we yep. would just slip into English and <laughs> we right. weren't doing it, right? So, oh. I of course I still have that friend in my life, but we recognize yep. that's not a vital, you know, a valuable use of our time. If we're going to go, we're just going to bond in English. I need to find someone else who that where we're better at staying on the target language. Oh, that's a great example. I mean, so what this is about is kind of breaking a pattern of sort of kind of like uh, fooling yourself into thinking that that's studying, right? right. Before, exactly. <laughs> before you evaluated that, you probably said, yeah, we're studying English, uh, Spanish. We're practicing our Spanish. It's great. And then you stopped and said, actually, this is not Spanish practice. This is just hanging out with my friend. Exactly. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yes, exactly. Which also valuable. But if I'm thinking yeah. about language learning, if I only have an hour that week, I need to make yes. that hour more valuable yes. in order to progress. Totally. It's not that you're going to stop, as you said, you're not going to stop meeting with your friend. You're going to keep that friend, but then you're going to add something else or swap something else out for something new, right? It's the quality of the activity. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Which it Mm -hmm. is hard sometimes. It's so much easier to be complacent. Oh, yes. We have to force ourselves to do this reflection. Yeah, in a way, this is the hard path, but it's the path that kind of leads to more success, right? Sure. In life, it's so easy to be complacent. <laughs> it's so easy. Yeah. Especially with language learning, I think this is not natural for people. And those I know who have learned languages the most quickly and become the most fluent, they do mm-hmm. this. They reflect mm-hmm. about how they're doing it. They make sure all their time is valuable. And then there are a lot of other friends who, yeah, I'm learning a language 10 years later. They're still just sort of in the beginning phases because yeah. they're not doing the, they're not taking the hard road, like you said. Absolutely. And you know, another thing you could do, guys, is you could even start a blog if you want that public accountability, if you want to actually reflect in front of other people, your friends, family. There are blogs. Like the Fluent in Three Months blog is a famous blog. Um, by Benny something. I know he, for a while, I don't think he's traveling anymore, but for a long time, he was traveling all over the world 
learning a new language every three months. And he was blogging about it as his reflection in terms of what worked, what didn't work. It was amazing. An amazing that's resource. Yes, yeah. that's such a good resource. Yes, to make yourself, hold yourself more accountable, like you said. If, if yeah. you realize for you it's not enough just to write this goal down somewhere, share it with a friend, write it on a blog, something that will hold you more accountable. Yeah, I love that idea. Any other resources you think could be useful before we finish up today for our listeners, Aubrey? Hmm, that's a good question. I definitely think Tricky. it's so important to have real people in your life you're working yeah. with, right? This is yeah. why I was like, I chose a friend to go and mm-hmm. do this. Yes, you think of real people as resources. It's okay. Be <laughs> honest and transparent with each other. We need each other's help to learn language. Make sure it's someone who really does push you to progress. That mm-hmm. is a resource and you should use it. Yeah, I love that. That's a good point. I mean, in the end, you know, our vision is connection, not perfection. Language is a connection tool. Right? It's not for you to be have your nose buried in your textbook. That's not the ultimate goal. So why not involve other people early on in the process? Right? Yes, exactly. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is such so a good topic. Everyone, yeah. do a reflection today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This has been great, Aubrey. Thanks for hanging out today. And what should our listeners make sure they do so they don't miss any episodes of our show? Yes, follow the All Ears English podcast, four episodes every week with great information. So make sure you're following so you never miss any of them. All right. Fantastic. I'll see you in the next one. Yep. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, Follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.